Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we talk about every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball in a fun, comedic way. We go, we go out, we watch them, then we come back onto the pod. We do a little bit of improv. We do some bits. We've got like different segments. It's a real fun time. So if you're joining us, if this is your first one, welcome to the party. And you know, everybody likes to get a party going right away. We've got to do a little little something we like to call Kame housekeeping. We got to get everything in order uh, before we dive deep into the episode. And the first order of Kame housekeeping is something we like to call the one minute roundup. Here you are, son. My prized pistol. Paul, you, I can I can finally use. The alabaster doll, as you call it. Mm-hmm. Saint Germain the Second, defeater of souls. That's right, Pa. Eater of lead. Eater of lead. The alabaster doll, Saint Germain the Second, the most legendary pistol in mm. all these Utah states. Yep. Plus five to accuracy. That's right. Oh, does it debuff to <laughs> cholera? <laughs> uh, it does, but also. <laughs> also, and see. So that's uh, a little Western scene we like to do at the top of every episode to limber up the improv muscles and get you ready for what is sure to be another great episode of Kame House Party. But the one minute roundup proper is where one of us, this time it's Aaron's turn, he has one minute. To summarize everything that has happened in the, where, where are we now? 120 episodes yeah. of Dragon Ball? That's 120 episodes. He's got to condense it to one minute. To a second. To, to the T. So Aaron, whenever you're ready, take it away. Three, a two, a one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want. And it mainly stars Goku, who's a little boy and now a little teen who, who fights people. He's got a little tail sometimes, but he's kind of an alien. Also, is an alien. Uh, he, befriend, he has a bunch of wacky friends that he meets along the way that help him defeat Emperor Pilaf, who want to use the balls for evil. Then he went and, oh no, what? He, oh yeah, he trained <laughs> for a tournament with his buddy, Master Roshi. Uh, and he got second place because he was beaten by his buddy, Master Roshi. Then he went to look for one particular ball. And in doing so, he beat up an entire army, the Red Ribbon Army. Then after that, he uh, to find the ball, he had to fight a bunch of monsters and also his grandpa, which was sweet. And then after that, he went and just trained for a couple years for the next tournament. Uh, the second time he got to tournament, which he got second place in again against uh, Triclops. But now his best friend died, and then his master died because of King Piccolo, who is back, baby. He used to rule the world, but now we don't. And now he's going to face off finally against King Piccolo? Hey! Nice Ooh. work. Mm. For a second Getting there, I, I, I thought you had anime amnesia. I thought something happened. There was a big flash of light on your end, and we lost you for a uh, second. No, I had to have a two-minute-long inner monologue. <laughs> about the past events. Were you clutching your heart and trying to yeah. find out who's still inside of you? That's right. I'm still playing Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and Aaron, update. Sora has three hearts inside of him. That's Roxas not a twist. <laughs> <laughs> That's not narratively good. <laughs> it's working for me, though. I'm in love. Three hearts? Yeah, so he's got Roxas. Ventus and a third heart that's his own or what it's deep inside and we have I'm trying to figure it out with Donald and Goofy and is his heart a, just a tesseract is it just on multiple planes of existence uh pretty much you're now getting kingdom hearts <laughs> but why we do that one minute roundup is so you the listener don't have to go back and listen to every episode of the podcast or watch every episode of Dragon Ball to figure out where we are now we want to make sure that you guys uh, and gals out there can, you know, jump in at any time. And look, if you're asking yourself, well, Aaron said all this stuff about Emperor Pilaf. Who, who's he? Where, where's he at? Or what are those other Tenkaichi tournaments that Goku's fighting uh, in and training? Who do you train with? Then we encourage you to go back and listen to some of those old eps 
They're goodies. They're oldies, but goodies. And, you know, along the way, there's some special guests. Blah, 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 blah. You know the spiel. Um, but now we get to the second piece of comedy housekeeping where I tell you that Aaron and I watch two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version where Aaron watches the Japanese English subtitled version. And though it started out as a simple mistake made by two podcasters, <laughs> it has continued to be a source of podcast inspiration like none other because different things are translated in different ways per audience, the West versus the East in terms of music, dialogue, uh, justifications for people's murders is intense. <laughs> um, and it's hilarious. So the first thing that's usually different in the episode is the title. Aaron, I don't know about you, but I feel like mine is pretty on the nose. So I think I'd like to start. I think that is best. And the episode is episode 120 of Dragon Ball. Goku strikes back. Okay, that's it. It is a dark time in the... Pangea world. <laughs> yeah. A hero emerges. <laughs> a soul still burns. <laughs> Does your soul still burn, Goku? Which you can make in Soul Calibur 6. I've seen lots of Goku being made in oh, Soul I, Calibur Oh, 6. I guarantee it's just so... As many Gokus as there are in Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> That's how many are in Soul Calibur. Oh, I can't wait. There's more Gokus coming to Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> oh, no. I've been playing recently... Having a lot of fun. Videl, uh, an awesome character. I like, I f- I'm adding Videl to my lineup. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. I need to, I should probably get back on it. Hey. On that. You can probably roll through and kick my ass if you feel like it. <laughs> I don't know about that. But first, before that, we have to get to my title, which is episode 120 of Dragon Ball. The subtitle title is Goku. Anger at full power. Ooh. I'm glad we we ended with yours because I like that a lot. Goku Strikes Back sounds like every uh, sequel to every action movie. Yeah. Which we're getting with Hobbs and Shaw. But I won't talk about that because that's a that that could be a separate podcast if we want to talk about Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, but we because we've been waiting long enough as both listeners and as podcasters for this fight to start. We get a quick recap of what happened last episode. Tien used the Mafuba, tried to get King Piccolo. He missed. King Piccolo's still alive. Tien's still alive. Drum gets his head kicked in by Goku, who's got all the looks. And so we pick up right there. But but it, instead of starting at the but fight... we don't. <laughs> We should have picked up right there, but instead we pick up with a, what is it? Is it a newscast? I I want to say it is. So Cold open newscast. Yeah. Basically, we see all the carnage happening in Metro West, but apparently that's just what's happening in the world. Yeah. Everyone's freaking out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they, I mean, it's kind of filmy what they do. They Then they zoom out and it's like, ha-ha, this was on a TV on a plane <laughs> piloted by the useless Yamcha <laughs> who should really watch the road and not yeah the screen we've seen on multiple occasions at Dragon Ball even if you're flying very very high in the sky if you're not paying attention you'll run into a mountain but yeah Yamcha Balma and Launch are all flying and you know they're like oh I can't believe it and Launch <laughs> is like if they're they're hoping that Tien is you know Doing his best to stop King Piccolo from destroying Metro West. Here's where I kind of got confused. Did they ever say that they're going to go where Tien is? Or did they say they're going to go with Yamcha while he trains to be a fight boy? So I, I'm i assuming that they're going to West City or Metro West to, I, I, don't, I don't know, to try to help Balma's parents? That seems like it would be the thing to do. That should be the first order of business. But I don't I don't know where they're going. Right. It's still unclear. And if we miss something along the way, feel free to let us know 
uh, by either tweeting at us at Kamei House Party or uh, DMing us on Instagram uh, or KameiHousePartyPod at gmail.com. That's all. Smooth. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have a launch who's has little... Speaking of Star Wars, has a little Chewbacca bandolier on. Oh, yeah. Launch is ready. ready for battle. <laughs> and then, here's what I don't get. Yamcha had, I don't think this is an exact quote, but he talks about like, wow, it really is nice to have Launch-san here in situations like this. I'm like, you, you can shoot energy. <laughs> you Wait a minute. You were in the Tenkaichi tournament twice. That wasn't even in mine. <laughs> Why do you need Launch? Why does he... <sighs> Yamcha. I mean, you want launch on your team, don't... You always want launch on your team. If not, like, if nothing else, because one, she definitely has your back. Oh, she's yeah. A, she's, she's a character that's going to come in and take out the guy who's, like, smiling, knife-drawn, mm-hmm, ready to stab mm-hmm. you when you're not looking. Right, right, right. She's, yeah, that's that's who, that's who what you want her. But, like, you're, the, you're a fight boy. Yeah. <laughs> Technically... You're a magic fight boy. Yamcha at this point, is one of the strongest people left alive on planet Earth. <laughs> top, top three Top humans. three right now. Yeah. Top three. And he is... <laughs> thank God bullets exist. <laughs> yeah, he's saying, oh, thank goodness that there's a woman with a gun to, to do everything for me. I don't know, I mean, maybe he's just a feminist. Yamcha. Great ally, terrible fighter. <laughs> yeah, he just wants it. He's like, oh, I could be a house husband finally. My dream. <laughs> I just want to raise the kids while mm-hmm, mm-hmm. raising my power level. <laughs> just want to raise my power level and my children. Children. The Yamcha story. Yeah. Launch can go out and rob. That's her job. I support her career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I mean, Launch is... Not really into Yamcha. She's talking more about Tien, and she's like, if, oh. "If King Piccolo does anything to hurt Tien, I'll kill him myself." Yep. I'm like, "Yeah, girl, yeah." Um, and then I don't know how you feel about this, but I don't know why there's a breeze inside the plane, but there is. Crack the window. <laughs> launch crack y- the window. Yamcha, Yamcha had too many beans. <laughs> <laughs> and launch sneezes. Turns back to blue-haired launch. Aaron, I need to know in your version of the show how this scene played out. At this point, everyone's just upset. Yeah. That she is now blue-haired launch. She has one line where it's... She turns back to blue-haired launch. Yeah. Sees the gun in her hand. Yelps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, freaks out a little bit. Then goes back to smiling and says, Are we going to a picnic? And scene. And scene. I think this is the one of the only times the translation has been one-to-one. Really? That's that's what I got on mine. But her expressions in this moment make no sense. She looks down at the gun. She screams. Then she gets like a little tired and then smiles. I did not understand that. Because she hasn't been around for, what, a day? At least. She made that lunch. She made that special Roshi lunch. She did make that special Roshi lunch. So that's been, I'd say, yeah, it's been like, what, a couple days? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One or two days. She hasn't been around, so I'm sure she's in shock. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But maybe she's just like, oh, okay, I, I, know, I know what happened. Mm-hmm. It took her a minute to register. Yeah, the thing that no one was to help me solve. <laughs> Where I have two different personalities in me. Yeah, I ha- we, have a, we have a Capsule Corp scientist who was able to build multiple inventions with, with little to nothing. She MacGyvered a radio, a TV, and a satellite, not to mention cryo chambers for two of her dead friends. But helping solve her split personality has not come up at all. That's what you wish for. You wish for Launch to finally be two different people. <gasps> that's the greatest wish of all. Yeah, that's... That's what I'd find the Dragon Balls for. They oh should be goodness. their own people. They, they should, should have their own lives. They should. And they should both you, be with Tien. Yeah, and then T, yeah, and then it gets then it becomes uh, something. R R eighteen. Uh huh. Uh huh. Why do you think he's got four arms? 
Three eyes. Three eyes, four arms, full hearts. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not going to look for it, but I guarantee someone's already made this. Oh, God. And if not, there you go, scum of the world. Internet, do what you will with it. <laughs> you, we wash our hands. Yeah, don't, please don't show us. <laughs> yeah, but- don't, don't, don't. The one thing we won't let you add us is this, <laughs> is this, this dark scenario. This, this dark image I conjured. From nothing. And, and I'll say this. I don't know why they're worried. I just like, just get her to the sneeze again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's also at the same time, you need uh, you need launch that much? Yeah. She's your saving grace again, Yamcha, magic karate boy. Yeah, Yamcha, you need launch to punch King Piccolo again? <laughs> like she did that bad guy in that one, in that, uh, what was it, the crocodiles she punched? Yeah, uh, someone. She punched one of those bad guys in striped jumpsuits. Um, this is just, I can't believe we're watching, we're witnessing Yamcha's downfall in real time. Yeah, it's real heartbreaking. It sucks. He was so much fun. Oh, he had so much to him. Mm-mm-mm. Now he's just become a punchline. Well, anyway, let's see a cool fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, the fight that we've been waiting on, Goku got that ultra divine water. He's got crazy strong powers now, presumably. Uh, he can kick Drum's head off. Uh, so let's see what he does to King Piccolo. And this is a good, I think this is a good fight, right? I, I really like this. It's no. finally happening. What? Um, yeah, no, as in, no, you're right. Okay. I'm loving it. <laughs> no, not no, you're wrong. Okay. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. I, I am so into this King Piccolo, this version of, uh, Piccolo right now. Like, this voice actor is so good. At least in the English version. He's, like, crazy charismatic, menacing. You got some choice lines. Scott, I I did not write many of them down, but he's very verbose. And I think when Goku really steps up to challenge him, he says something along the lines of, um, You must be suicidal if you think you're going to take me on, but so be it. And I was like, oh, Yeah. I'm not in charge of your mental health. That's on you. If you're having symptoms of depression, <laughs> maybe you should seek out Lunesta. But for real, if you're just doing this as self-destructive behavior, my kingdom does have several therapists on hand. A lot of people did not know that King Piccolo was a champion for mental health. Yeah. Here's a hotline. <laughs> if you've distressed by the destruction I've caused, I understand. Don't suffer alone. Don't, don't suffer alone. Let me watch. Gotcha. That's all this is. I like to listen in. King Piccolo's prevention hotline is just him to hear. Yep. Oh, uh, that's not a scene in. we could do, but. No, you can imagine it. You can imagine. How horrible, but kind of sad funny it would be. He's a He's a bad man. Yeah. And, do bad stuff. And oh boy. Like the the first move in this fight, King Piccolo is ready he he lunges with an attack. Goku blocks it easily. Real quick before that, I just want to get this line. I don't know if you got it. Oh, what yeah, uh, King me. Piccolo he bra- right before he attacks, he brags saying, "I will eradicate you in just 5 seconds." Oh. I think it was similar, but it's like in one move, I'll take you down. Something like that. Our boy Goku, one block, then he counters. He throws the man through a tower. I loved it. And then, like, not just, well, here's a King Piccolo-shaped hole in this tower now. The tower comes crumbling down. Oh, yeah. It shakes the entire area. Like, we're getting into, like, large-scale fight repercussions of the Dragon Ball Z that we're all accustomed to uh, right now in Dragon Ball, the original. So this is like, this is like that they're laying the groundwork for what becomes massive clashes that break apart planets. (laughs) And it's so cool to watch it happen. And like, and again, imagine not seeing, not having seen Z at this point, being a kid saying like, you are in. Sh- you ha- you'd have to be in shock at how 
insanely powerful Goku is at this point in time. Yeah. Especially would be coming off of some of his other feats, which, impressive as they were, were nothing like this. And again, for not to veer off too much, for, as a, for instance, in the Broly movie, it was amazing to see everything that like Vegeta and Goku could do. Yeah. But none of it was like unexpected. It was. If that makes sense. Like, right, yeah, this right. is all well within their power level. It, it, I think, yeah, the Broly movie had just such a really cool, what is it, stylistic touch to it. And the fact that it was on a big screen made it hit so much harder. Like, I could imagine, like, going back, if I went back in time to when, mm-hmm. like, maybe somebody got, like, a VHS of this, put it on their dad's, like, big screen, and just sitting there and feeling the same way. It's like, oh, my God, Goku's the, he's the coolest. But uh, this, I think, segues right into uh, <laughs> probably, I mean, definitely not the weirdest thing that happens in this episode, but... Something that I paused to write down while watching. Um, it cuts to King Furry feeling the shockwave of what's happening outside. He's in a circular office. I think sitting in the dark. The only thing in this room is a desk. It's a, Yeah, it's a pink and there's desk. No, there's nothing on the desk. Nothing on the desk. There's, there is a light by the door. It is off. And King Furry's just sitting there silently. I want to know, is this his normal office? Or is this like his holding cell? Don't worry, King Furry. You'll get your own office. Here you go. Why, thank you, King Piccolo. I didn't expect... Wait, wait, what? This is also your room and your cell. Bye. No! Oh. Well, at least I have a desk so I can still be presidential. Just go just Did I here. mention that the uh, huh? the top drawer jams and it sticks? No. <sighs> well, now that I got that yell out, I guess I'll <laughs> try to reorganize everything. And-, and you're on the third floor, but the coffee and break room are on the first floor. <laughs> you villain! You vile <laughs> villain! And the elevator's broken. Ah! Oh, the evil he brought to my city and to the world is also unfair. there's no bathroom on this floor. <laughs> there's no more reason to live. <laughs> <laughs> he what? Oh man, what if like this is a dark episode? But hey, if this report didn't come through, what was King Furry thinking about doing? Ooh, ooh, just what's in that drawer? Yeah, <laughs> this is a single revolver with one bullet. <laughs> It just says contingency plan. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old alabaster doll. Oh, the alabaster doll. It's going to come up a lot, I feel Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. But he, but the report does come in. Thank God. Oh. Also, yeah, the report comes in, and it's delivered by his bodyguard, who King Piccolo is, rem- who is like, let, King Piccolo is just like, let this guy hang out. I, I think it's... Again, where it's every, when King Piccolo is there, everyone's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm, yep. Destruction. Got it. And then afterwards, it's like, how are we going to stop this guy? Okay. Stick together. Like, because I don't think anyone except for criminals. Yeah. I don't think anyone in the administration, in the military, they're not down with King Piccolo. Right. They just don't want to die. Uh, and that's all well and good. I, I mean, mostly I had a problem with at least in my version, they changed this guy's accent hard. No. Hard change. Like middle of the episode change? No, from the last time we saw this character, he had more of a, ah, King Piccolo, how could you? Blah, blah, blah. Now he's French, straight up French accent. <laughs> ah, King Furry, please come out and see there is a child fighting what? King Piccolo. I don't Piccolo. know you. Oh, Oh, but King Furry, it's me, Stan. I've been working with you for 30 years. Why do you have that beret and also this ridiculous accent? I've been watching a lot of Muzzy. Ooh. I decided. I've been learning languages. We. It's this turmoil time I found solace in Je suis la jeune fille. (laughs) Let's go see this kid. Merci beaucoup. Ah, bon chance. 
and see. Yeah, that that just threw me for a loop. I, I wrote down this handler is French for some reason. I'm uh, gonna. I mean, I'm gonna give Vince the most obscure reference award this episode. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like that's if you if you were watching Nick Jr. at a certain time. Oh, my man. Those, oh, those ads were coming on left and right. Oh, you could you couldn't shake a stick without hitting a muzzy ad. <laughs> that big French. Uh, <laughs> what what was muzzy? Was he just like an a blue he? I think he was like a know. blue ox kind of guy. He, he just loved education. He loved educating. He's a solid guy. Bring Muzzy back. Yeah. Unlike he was a solid guy, unlike the body of drum, who becomes vapor. Whew. Yes. Because because King Piccolo's just trying to land energy blasts left and right. Mm-hmm. And drum's body is some collateral damage. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, we don't get to see the impact of any of these uh, laser beam attacks because our boy Goku, I mean, that that serum is working. My special stuff is working overdrive, and Goku is just casually dodging left and right, bouncing all over the place. King, As King Furry's watching this, he does have, like, a little inner monologue. And, what? And it's, <laughs> it goes a little something like this. Get him, boy. Do it for the world. <laughs> Sick him. <laughs> That's it. Bite him at his heels. Yeah. It's all very ah, yeah. dog specific. He couldn't read the sign that said, beware. Be- boys, beware. <laughs> beware, boy on guard duty. Boy on guard duty. Uh, we get a lot of cuts to Tien. Tien's just utter astonishment at Goku's uh, abilities. I also wanted to be like, wait, Tien should probably be down and out for a little while after using the Mafuba. But look, he's Triclops. He's been training. I think he's yeah. got it. But I know. Help. I mean, help out, but uh, whatever. Hey, That's all it. I'm saying is, you know, maybe a tri-beam cannon here or there could have helped. How hard is it to run and try and get, a, you know, an, another rice cooker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bud. there's got to be one. Oh, there's got to be one around. There's there's probably there's a rice cooker depot right around the corner. <laughs> just just get on let go. <laughs> get on let go. Come on, TN. What are you it's doing? Like, looking for rice kicker. It's to save the world. Uh, but then a guy would probably want to like argue the price. Of course. Through text. Uh, what a coward. Uh. <laughs> Face Here, me like a man. Goku gets hit. But that don't phase him. He just gets knocked back onto like a, a flagpole, spins around for like 20 times. Oh, yeah. And then lands back down. He's like, I'm fine. This is good. Yep. So, yeah, the special beam cannons. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Not done. So, I mean, like, I mean, uh, all I'm saying is like that one didn't affect him. But uh, why did another one affect him? Is all I'll say. Uh, <laughs> You're talking anime logic, boy. <laughs> Thought you would have gotten this by now, Aaron. We're hundreds <laughs> of episodes in. Goku has six hearts. <laughs> He's got six hearts. Uaxko. That that's his um that's his nobody form. Oh yeah. It's Goku backwards, so Uko it's Uxgo. That's oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Oh boy. <laughs> he I mean he does remember his dead friends. He does remember his dead friends. That's right. And that's how he powers up his punch. That, oh, this, this is the hardest thing in this episode to watch. He, he punches King Piccolo. King Piccolo falls way back. Falls on top of piano. Poor piano. This, it gets confirmed later on, I think. No one says it, but visually, I think like, yeah, he did. Right? <laughs> uh this kills piano. He throw. Imagine throwing a man. Imagine throwing a person into another person so hard that you kill one of them. I can't, <laughs> and I don't <laughs> want to because it sounds awful. I um, don't know what the physics are on it. Like how much? How much force would kill someone instantly? Let's get Jamie Heineman you know? in here. Yeah, <laughs> confirm. There's it. the there's the MythBuster. Yeah, we need MythBuster Junior on this stack. <laughs> 
That's what myth busting has yeah. become. It's just a thing that kids do now. I don't like this. Bring it back. Jamie, Jamie, if you're listening, get back on the get back on the boards. Start building contraptions. Yeah, figure that figure that out for us. Someone smart figure things out. Yeah, because tell us. Uh, I mean, this is a long running, a long running conceit of this podcast is Aaron and I do not do any research. OK, we we do the fun parts. <laughs> yeah. Don't do the hard work. So if you want to do research for us, by all means, take it away. Look, you're lucky we even watched the episode because yeah. I feel kind of squiggly about that. I'm like, I don't know. This feels like I'm taking notes. This is awful research like. I just add as much of myself into my notes so it feels like a diary. <laughs> Dear diary, today Goku. That's right. Punch King Piccolo. So hard. It killed yeah. someone else. Do you think he likes me? <laughs> you, then you put like the two check boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Diary check yes or no. Diary check yes or hell yes. <laughs> Diary, can you become sentient and answer back? Uh, There's a good show, by the All right. First of all, TN, 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 TN. TN, TN. Diary that uh, talks back to you. Mm. Oh, is, is that it, not Death Note? That, <laughs> did, you, did you watch Death Note? No. Okay. I mean, you're right. It's not Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> you're correct in that statement. Perfect. But yeah, that's kind of, I, I think, well, right before the commercial, I think the thing to end on unless you've got something else is that Tien Tien's freaked out. Yes. He, he like, he's watching all this, as we said, in all of Goku's power. And then he says to himself, even I'm trembling now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, oh, I do have one more thing right now in real time. Cause you know, time continues to march forward that Goku as an adult has reached power levels of gods at this point and maybe even the angels that rule the gods by you know having the ultra instinct or the ue omen as people say uh and aaron i'm calling it this is the first sighting of ue omen this is the first glimpse of goku's ultimate form because they end the episode they end like right before commercial it like the background drops out and there's just this slight white blue aura around Goku, which I'm assuming is God key. And you know what? I'm prepared to make that canon. Not Nick Cannon. <laughs> it's true. That's right. True. He didn't just, look, Toriyama didn't just make up a bunch of stuff as he went along. No, no. don't, no, no, don't no. believe the hype. <laughs> don't believe the hype. He wasn't he had just it planned out. improvising things at one point to see what stuck. It wasn't just Toei coming to him saying, hey, man, you want more money? And him, some more stories. And him saying, oh, I'll take he says yes to the money part before they say, and hey, we need more stories. Oh, that's how they get you. That's how they got him every time. You want more money? Sign here. Well, now you owe us. What? That's how we got out of GT. <laughs> Somebody else will do this one. Those are his claws. Was his you guys have that. I mean, I'll take money. Just uh, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You put all you put all the mustaches and all the sayings you want. <laughs> I don't give a flip. <laughs> That's right. He's just like facial hair. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Sexualized bra. I don't. I don't care. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like nope. that anymore. No one does. Let's go to commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Vince. Aaron, can you name? We're gonna play a little game here during the commercial. Mm-hmm. Five instead of seven things, we're gonna do five. Five reasons to give Dre, uh, Kame House Party five stars on a review. Uh, are you ready, my boy? I, I'm ready. Should I, should I be like we'll doing do, the hand drum thing? Yep, I'm doing hand drums now. Okay, uh, so classic improv game. Oh, say the premise again. Five reasons to give Kame House Party a five star review. On your podcast app of choice. Helps other people find the podcast. One. One. Uh, Makes Goku happy. Two. Two. Uh, It helps our search engine optimization. Three. Three. Uh, You get more people to talk about the podcast with. Four. 
and getting five stars on anything is really, really cool. Ooh, okay, my turn. Yeah, Aaron, five, five reasons why people should like, rate, and review us on podcasts of their choice. Go. Um, it makes us feel good inside. One. Um, because we're asking you nicely. Two. Because it's a way to share the podcast without actually talking to other people. Three. Because, um, I don't know, five yellow golden stars look better than no golden stars. Four. Um, because, you know, deep in your heart, that's what Launch wants you to do. Five. <laughs> Woo. So, so, like, so hey, you double your it. money, baby. Ten reasons. That's ten reasons. Make a Netflix show about that. <laughs> Oof, this, this episode. This episode. Yeah, uh, I think that what we <laughs> what we want what we want all that to it's like just like rate review this on your podcast uh, app of choice. It's a great way for people to find the podcast. And for you to help us out and getting the podcast out there for others. Yes, please and thank you. Yep. Also, I love you. (laughs) Yeah, we love you. Bye. Bye. Back to the show. Whoa. Ooh. Oh, we're back from that ad. Wow. Yes. That succulent ad. Ooh, juicy, juicy (laughs) ad. Hope you guys sunk your ears into that one. Yeah, that well marbled flame kissed ad. Mm-hmm. 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 We're Vince, we need to stop doing this podcast around lunchtime. I know, but it adds <laughs> to, to our exacerbation and energy. We're hungry for more comedy. That's right. Um, but I mean, you know, Goku's hungry for more fights. Yes. I basically we just it's Goku and King Piccolo fighting. I it was very good. I didn't have a ton of notes, and I kind of want to get to this other thing. That yeah, happens. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just say because this is like the last series of like fighting. Um, go, like, take a chance. I always say this, but really appreciate the level of animation in these in an anime from the like eighties. Uh, it's great. Everything about it. Goku swiftly punching King Piccolo in the stomach, dodging. Um, they do all the in-air clashing that the series is known for. Lots of people say, I can barely see them. How could they move so fast? All that good stuff. But yeah, that's all a setup for uh, what we really need to talk about. <laughs> what this whole episode really should have been about. <laughs> so, Aaron. Uh, I, I yeah. have a... F- so the main thing is that it just seems super out of place. I don't know if anything different happened in yours. Here's what I have from my notes. We are back in the jet plane with Yamcha, Bulma, and now Blue-Haired Launch. Mm-hmm. Blue-Haired Launch is humming to herself. She is humming the opening theme of Dragon Ball. She's going, hmm, 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 Gasp, gasp, gasp. Which, keep going, keep going. <laughs> okay, which we'll, we'll, we'll break this down. Then, then she just looks over at Bulma, and they just like have a weird, awkward laugh together. Okay. And then the end. Okay, okay. And then that's all the scene does. That is, that is so strange. Is it different? <laughs> yes, it is. Aaron, <laughs> somehow this... Very short scene with no dialogue. It was just people giving looks. Is different. And I'll tell you how different it was. Okay. (laughs) So it's launch looking out the window, giggling instead of humming. And she's, Aaron, she's just giggling. (laughs) Turns to Balma. Still giggling, Balma smiles and then giggles. Then it cuts to, you know, Yamcha does not, no reaction from Yamcha, barely at all. And that's the scene. 
It, that it, seems like insanity. It felt more so than mine. Aaron, I watched it three times because it's like <laughs> there has to be something I'm missing. Like, is there? And I was hoping, I was really hoping that you would have told me that. Oh no, they cut out a song or they cut out a scene leading up to this or a line of dialogue that Launch had while not looking at the camera. Like, no, I mean, when launch is turned from, you know, the viewer. But no, it wasn't I even mean, like there was any product placement. You know, sometimes like they'll do that and, and like launch will just, I don't know, pull up a Coke can. Yeah, I don't show just, true and show it sometimes. Yeah. Just give me something. Clearly, but, clearly this is dang, my guys, we got 30 seconds. We got to fill. <laughs> and this was like just eh. F it. I mean, right? It, like that has to be the, has the to be. for real reason that this is even in here. But if if that if it's just they had to fill time, you know, what would have been great and added to the dire straits of the fight is you have Ader and Snow who are single handedly running a hospital somewhere <laughs> in each city yeah. that you could cut to them being like, oh, I wonder what that is, and then Snow could just say. I hope it's Goku. Goku. You know, that's it. Yeah. That's all you needed. To yeah, get them more. in the break room. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigs. Sano's <laughs> been up for 48 hours yeah. straight. Sano, you need to rest. Just take a nap on the couch. I can, we can handle the rest for a little bit. Ader, you can't handle diddly. Okay. Look, I- we went to the same medical school, which we- is no medical school. I have just as much training as you. You weren't here on P-Day when King Piccolo showed up. Here we go. You're going to hold that over my head. Where were you, huh? You were happily hanging out in the north watching me on TV. I was in the shit, bro. I was busy coming to you. I was (laughs) on the stage when King Piccolo attacked. I watched many... Uh, a young woman get hurtled into the sky. I saw things a child my age shouldn't see. You have gone through so much. You don't have to keep taking the burden for yourself. When I close my eyes, I see the flowers I brought to present to King Furry. Burn. Burn. You have to let other people help you or you're not going to get through this. (laughs) Puts a blanket over her. And then she just passes out yeah i'll get through this triple biopsy myself that's when ader's arm opens up and it's one of those like uh robotic surgery arms comes out yeah you're not the only one who can adapt created by dick wolf and see Get, uh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to cut this out because I want the stroke. No, maybe not. Uh, fuck. Who did the West Wing? Uh, anyway. I was, I was going to make a General Sano's Hospital. I'm sorry I ruined that for you because that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but who, who did, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And that reference need to be, needs to be said. Y'all know. Y'all know Y'all who we're talking know. about. West Wing, you, you find it. Newsroom, mm-hmm, social mm-hmm. network. All those films. Now we've got a project waiting for you. Oh, TNTN. Yeah. General Sano's Hospital. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy. I don't, look, man, I don't even want to go back. Uh, I had a few more thoughts on it, but. Eh. No, 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 no. But, like, you got to get it out or okay. I feel like this is going to the- be a cancer in your brain. <laughs> Two things. One, does this mean that the Dragon Ball theme song exists within the Dragon Ball universe? Is is it a fucking chart topper? Yeah, of course. If mm. if Launch is humming it and they've been separated from civilization for weeks, that thing is in the lexicon. Everybody knows she, it. She's been separated for years. That's true. On that island. Yeah. I forget oh, that Launch has that, been living on that island for years. Oh, God. What are you doing, Launch? Take care of an old man. I don't know. And it's his purpose. Adopted bald little son. She's making up for past crimes. Hey. That we won't say because this episode's dark enough. Redemption. Spelled L A 
U-N-C-H. <laughs> Achoo. Achoo. Um, yeah, man, maybe that's how everyone knows about Dragon Balls. It's like, yeah. You think that's, <laughs> Bulma's just like, I think that song's on to something. <laughs> Everybody just thinks it's just a tune kids hum. Yeah. Maybe it's something If it's a real. magical, mystical adventure that I can find all these balls. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest romance of the world. Making friends along the way. Gotta catch them all. I just don't, I just don't understand. It's baffling. I don't understand. Why not just leave in the humming for the American version? It's the same beat. Same beat. Or how about she's humming something else? Yeah. What if she's humming like the American anthem? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, they're like, they really wanted, um, oh, all these names are leaving me. My brain is too chock full of Japanese animation <laughs> to remember any anyone's name from America. Oh, this is your am, anime ne- animesia? Anamesia. Anamesia. Oh, it happens to so many. It, if you are suffering from anam... Say it again. Anamesia. If you're suffering How come from, I can remember that? If you're suffering from anamesia, please call our hotline. <laughs> it can strike at any time. And anyone. Mm-hmm. No one is immune because anime mm. is everywhere. It's... And when anime is everywhere, we start to lose sight of what keeps America American. Yeah. Our creators. <laughs> it's a very strict anti-anime policy. <laughs> With a certain administration. Look, the Obamas. <laughs> I love anime. Uh, Geodude is my friend. <laughs> Uh, now I'm just referencing uh, memes. Other thing. I wanted, what, when uh, we got the dog, I said, why don't we name it Geodude? Michelle said, no way. Barry, not a chance. I said, all right, then Goku's fine. <laughs> Malia Sasha me. didn't like it. I said, Joe, I'm going to name <laughs> this dog Yajirobe. And Joe said, how about Yusuke? <laughs> I said, this is a Dragon Ball household. Get that Yu Yu Hakusho bullshit out of here. And I said, Nani, the fuck? <laughs> and Joe probably responded with a, eh? <laughs> then Michelle touched her fingers, two Indo's fingers together, nervously, when I first met her. Hillary walks in doing that evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to wear a Naruto headband in the war room, because we're serious, goddammit. They all have the ninja symbol because we're all fighting this ninja war together. Yeah. We're fighting against Bin Laden. The Ten-Tailed Jijuriki, of course. Who is a known pirater of anime. Which is actually true. That's it's actually he true. Did pir- he did pirate anime. We gotta break out of that scene to tell you that's actually true. <laughs> that's factual. Based on a true story. Speak facts. All right, NC. NC. Anime Obama. There's uh, anime West Wing Obama. Part 2. West anime Wing Obama. <laughs> Hundred percent, Barack saw the ending of Super. Hundred percent. There's oh. no way that man didn't catch that ending. You know that fool had a private screening of Broly. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, a little sign that says "No girls allowed" <laughs> <laughs> on the theater door. Me and Joe have been waiting for this <laughs> for years. I got my big bucket of popcorn. I got a diet cola and some sweet tarts. Joe comes in halfway through. What did I miss? <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> Also, you forgot the milk duds. Anime's serious. I'm just turning into Hank Hill. God damn it, Bobby. Anime's serious. Damn it, Joe. Damn it, Bobby. Uh, get back. <laughs> we gotta reach the surface. We're too deep. Ugh. We're too deep. <gasps> okay, we're back. <laughs> oh, God. Shake all uh, that off. Yeah, we had to dig through like a Geo, dude. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe Goku killed King Piccolo? Maybe. He's... Just, uh, you know, that thing when like someone gets hit really hard and then they just kind of stay there, but they wiggle because that's how animation gets cheap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Then King Piccolo, he like recovers. Ooh, did Tien give you this line though? Ooh, hit me with the Tien line. <clears throat> Why aren't you finishing him off? Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Again, they did one for one translations twice in this episode. They did not keep the humming. Don't understand it. But what I do understand. Humming's extra if you're a VO artist. That's right. 
My humming rate is through the roof. I'm like Holly <laughs> Berry and Swordfish. You want me to hum, it's going to cost you. I studied humming at uh, the Meisner Academy. Jeff Goldblum was my humming instructor. I actually, uh, he worked on my humming dissertation with me. We spent a lot of hours together in the studio. And I mean, it's some of the best work I've ever done. So if you want me to hum on this, that's what you're getting. You got to pay me accordingly. Yep. Five extra dollars an hour. It's like, yeah, well, yes. we'll just have you we'll just have you do something else. We'll just have you giggle. Ah, oh, my giggle rate's so low. Oh no. Why did I put that in the contract? Well, my lawyers are real weird. <laughs> they did a lot of unnecessarily detailed things when it came to my contract. Oh boy. So, <gasps> right. Back up. Back up. <laughs> because um <laughs> After Tien gives that choice line. <clears throat> Which he's not wrong on. He's not wrong. It's very accurate to say. Uh, but King Piccolo tries to play some weird mind game with Goku in the middle of this fight. He says something along the lines of like, Ah, I see. You and I aren't so different. I could tell you like inflicting pain too. What? Yeah. That line seemed no. a bit strange. Is, is that not what happened in your version? He says, you're the first person to hurt my pride to this degree. Seems a lot more on brand. Yeah. Because it's, what What the, join forces with, did he like give that spiel? No. It was more just like, oh, I see you like to hurt people. Uh, I like to hurt people. shit too. Yeah. And I respect that. Tien then, Tien's of course like, don't listen to him. What do you mean, don't listen to him? He said nothing consequential. You can't tell me Goku doesn't love beating up people. It's the the justification for said beat-em-ups. That's the difference. Yeah. So basically, what happens is that King Piccolo's like, fine, I'll use my full power. Goku's like, yes, that's what I wanted this entire time. And guess what, folks? That's all I want forever and ever in any enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. But it shortens King Piccolo's lifespan to use his full power, which seems contradictory. That's not really your full power then, bud. Yeah. I, Is it? I was confused by that because uh, I was like, he said that, right? Like I had to go back because that's brand yeah. new information at the climax of this kind of saga. Is that when he goes full power, it shortens his lifespan. But if that's the case, his wish is is a strange one. Like his wish to be younger, I guess he has more time to use more of his full power whenever he needs it. But I don't, I don't, I didn't get that. I, I would mean, have had yeah, a different wish been, if that was him. I wish my full power didn't take up my lifespan. Yeah. Like I wish I had limitless power. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> exactly. Will Smith's genie. Uh. Oh, Aaron, don't. I won't. We, we all know. We y'all saw it. Mm-hmm. Choose your fighter. <laughs> so, Goku King Piccolo gets super veiny. <laughs> the earth cracks open and swallows up Piano's very dead, eyes open corpse. But I'm glad he got the burial he deserved. <laughs> this is maybe it was King Piccolo like two birds one stoning it. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm gonna crack the earth open, I might as well do piano right. Yeah. I already gave Drum the... <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I don't know who that was. <laughs> I already gave Drum the incineration he asked for. He yeah. wanted his ashes scattered on Earth. It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, he's just being efficient with his with his mourning. Mm-hmm. He's got Everyone somewhere... Agrees differently. Because he's got somewhere to be. He often... <laughs> King Piccolo has... He says that a couple of times in this whole fight. He's like, I don't have time for this. I have somewhere I have to be. Like, okay, dude. Jeez. Which is true, but... This is true. He did plan an extermination. I'm not going to get the deposit back if I don't hurry. It's a non-refundable bus ticket. <laughs> Damn Greyhound got uh, me again. They're very strict on times and luggage. And to transfer my ticket, it's going to be a whole thing. I didn't buy the insurance because I didn't think I'd need it. It's seven extra dollars. I ain't made of money. Just made of green. Even, even though I outlawed... Did I outlaw money by outlawing laws? 
Anyway. Money is I, legally dead. <laughs> Time of death. Now. <laughs> Call it Sano. <laughs> God damn it, King Piccolo. I'm tired of your maverick, unorthodox medical practices like killing everyone. <laughs> and see. Goku, he, or King Piccolo, is now at full power. He's a little older. He's got some lines. Yeah, yep, yep. He's not he's not spry like he used to be, but he's at full power. Feet going on. You know, the the smile the, or the frown lines, I guess, mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. more appropriate. Then Goku, if you have this in yours, Goku brags that he hasn't used his full power yet. Huh. And then it's this weird like, "Uh-uh, you're lying." We they did change that then. That Goku doesn't say anything about not using his full power. He says something I like, I've been waiting for this. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this. King Piccolo responds by saying, arrogance isn't really your strong suit or something like that. She's like, you should stick to what you know. And that's, and then I think it's like, and that's dying. <laughs> so King Piccolo finally gets a hit on Goku. Goku gets, he gets sent flying. He forms a Yamcha-sized crater into the ground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's inside the Earth's butthole, right? That was that was a hole that is associated with butts. There's a hole in a crater, so yeah, yeah. It was in a shape. Mm-hmm. Circular. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm a dirty dog, but hey, you a dirty dog, like wolf, wolf. <laughs> no, but you're right. Maybe I'm a king furry, but hey. that look at butthole to me. King furry's just up in the tower, huh, but. Oh, was that the smell? How, how how much smell does that butt have? It's wafting over. I'm gonna follow it like a the stink of pie in an old cartoon. Just gonna let my feet dangle as I float. <laughs> I'm gonna let it come into my nose. Knock on my brain. <laughs> so yeah, we maybe that's it. But then, honestly, I think this is the. The most fun Kamehameha? The I called it, I put in my notes, I was like, oh yes, another rising Kamehameha wave. Like because that's he's done Goku's done this a couple of times where he's been knocked into the ground and he launches a surprise attack by doing a like launching himself out of the ground mm. from the hole, doing a Kamehameha in midair. I don't. The way they presented this one was just. I. I. It got me. It got me good. Oh yeah. Goosebumps. Because Yamcha's like, all right, well, Goku's dead. It's up to me. Oh, you mean and then, we, and then yeah, sure it is, bud. Um, <laughs> and then in the distance, you just hear, Ka, huh? What's that sound? Mm-hmm. May. Are you guys hearing this too? <laughs> Let me. Uh, I know I got a little older. My hearing's not as good, but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, he as you said, he he shoots himself out of a certain hole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh he's got little brown specks on him. Little brown specks of dirt. Mm-hmm. A corner or two. Because he was hit into a field. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. He smells bad. Yeah. We hit a methane line. Yeah, he hit a methane pocket. Yeah, what what are you? What's your problem, everyone? <laughs> Why are you all looking at me like this? <laughs> Come on! But that's that's how it ends. It like freeze framed Goku's back up and like I don't know, man. We're gonna get round two of this bad boy. Yeah, round two coming up on the next episode. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've got to give my star rating for this fight. It lasted a whole episode, so that's that's points. I love the style. I love the Yui Omen. So I'm going to give this one a cool four and a half star balls Ooh. out of five. A nice and nice. Right. I think the only thing that could have made it better is if Tien joined it. I'd like to see Goku and Tien fight. Devil. Together, that's all. There are. I mean, yeah, I don't. I feel like there's not enough tag team fights in Dragon Ball. Yeah. It's very one on mano y mano. I know. I don't know. Maybe. We'll cut back to launch, just laughing hysterically, asking why so serious. I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah. 
I want. We gotta find out what happens on that plane. Uh, let's go. Where I, are they going? I hope. I hope it cuts back to them in the next episode in the beginning, and they're all just laughing hysterically as the plane is like spiraling in midair. <laughs> <laughs> there. I mean, they just got insane with fear. Fear has driven them insane. Ooh, boys, we got those. Fa- we got a mailbag for you. Mailbag. All right, so <laughs> we have a, a new a, a new fan wrote to us. Ooh, uh, this is from Arturo, uh, who says first of all the subject line is "sup Yamchas," which I almost deleted immediately. Yeah, that was because of this. Uh, look, <laughs> words hurt. Words hurt, and you know you're still new, Arturo. So <laughs> Don't be too familiar. Yeah. Get back. Get back. You don't know me like that. Mm-hmm. But then, but he redeemed himself because the body of the message says, just kidding, guys. I just got done listening to episode 65 of the podcast. So that's still a very fresh. Uh, I watched Dragon Ball when I lived in Mexico and went as far as GT by the time I came to the U.S. in 1999. I tried watching DBZ on Toonami, but I had already seen it two times over. I tried to watch Dragon Ball again when it came on Hulu, but it didn't feel the same watching it in English or Japanese with English subs. I didn't start watching it again until I found them in their original Spanish dub version, now at 27 years old. I found your podcast around the time, so now I watch in Spanish, and you guys in Japanese and English. Ooh, that's a trilingual. I know. I feel like now we're definitely not doing enough. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we got to get another cast member. (laughs) Yeah. I've lived in Texas now for 20 years, but watching Dragon Ball takes me back home. I'm glad you guys are doing the show because I'm sure I'm not the only other Mexican that was crazy about Dragon Ball. That's why we do this. Yeah, takes us back to of, when... Look, we have a lot of fun here. But. Yeah. I mean, primarily, though, like I before we started doing this, I was periodically going through and watching um, old anime that I watched when I was a kid in my early 20s. And I think that's part of the reason why we're doing this now is because yeah. it, it, it feels good. It's it takes you back to a specific time and place because these moments are so impactful. So, Arturo, we're right there with you, buddy. We're glad Dude, that you like it. Yeah, man. Dragon Ball has been so fun. It's been so cool to revisit. Well, visit for the first time. Get back into it. But also it's like, oh, yeah, I fucking love anime. Yeah. What have I been doing? I yeah. gotta get back on that anime horse. We've definitely increased our anime consumption by like 300% since we started. <laughs> I gotta uh, get on that big-eyed, small-mouth anime horse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's frightening. Big-eyed, small-mouth anime horse. <laughs> anime horse. <laughs> get away. But thank you, Arturo. That, that was super nice of you. Thank you so much. And uh, I don't know, uh, maybe we'll write back physically. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if, when you're going to hit this spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Arturo, when you get to this, we'd love to hear um, what the Spanish dub is like, or the yeah, Spanish translation of this is like. I can't imagine if they're doing it from like if they're doing it from Japanese to Spanish directly, or like Japanese to English to Spanish, which is probably what they do. But I don't know. They do crazy stuff like don't include humming, <laughs> so. I don't. I have no idea. It just seems like yeah. an interesting um, triple threat he's got going on there. And then we have a. Uh, you remember our new intern, Blue Arrow? Mm-hmm, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, he writes to us and says, "I got your port coffee. Port coffee. What were we doing? <laughs> I don't remember <sighs> these I, bits. Was that me? I feel like that would have been a, a Vince throwaway line." I got your port coffee here. I wanted to say what a great opportunity it is to work under the legends of podcasting. Well, it is a very big opportunity. <laughs> yes. You're right on that. Yeah, look. Uh, that will be $450 for shipping a hot coffee from Texas to New York. Thank you. <laughs> uh, mm. You fool. <laughs> I don't think you know how interning works. Oh, I was like, oh, we don't do expenses here. So Yes, yeah, save your receipt, and then that's it. The end, the end of that process. The end of that process. Uh, but I'm still waiting. But I am still waiting on my coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I and mean, it, we it might better have, be scalding. We might have a position opening up, so you know. I uh, mean, Q one is ending, so we're going to be looking back at our numbers to see if we have any headroom. Our coffee numbers. <laughs> our coffee numbers. 
thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you for playing. Oh man, how how long can we keep this bit going? Oh, um, how does eternity sound? <laughs> Ooh, great. I'll pencil you in, <laughs> folks. Thank you so much for listening, being a part of this very dark but also very goofy episode <laughs> that we did for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I get you know if you want, come talk to us. Uh, by writing to us at KameHousePartyPod at gmo.com. You can talk to us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah. Go to our website, KameHousePartyPod.com for all the info. Send your friends and families and enemies there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enemies, definitely send them there. Yeah, because then they'll be friends. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like, look, Goku, turn any enemy into a friend. You know that's true. An enemy's just a friend you haven't beat up yet. Exactly, exactly. Put that on a T-shirt, TNTN. That's that's uh, cross-stitched over Goku's doorway. Oh, God. Yes, I love that. Next to bless this mess. <laughs> <laughs> but, that I mean, that's it for us today. So, um, God, we love you. We love you out there, oh, all you listeners. We have strong affection towards you mm-hmm, that other mm-hmm. humans would have. <laughs> and look. Am no, I not saying that right? What? No, no, no. That's, that's how people say it, right? Yeah, that's how people say it. Okay, good, good, good. (laughs) And uh, no matter what you got going on out in that big wide world of yours, whether you're beating up an enemy and turning them into a friend or giggling in an airplane because of low oxygen content, we got to have you keep...